0: Hello everyone, it's Anna. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You are listening to The Baby Sleep Project Show, the place to learn about baby sleep and sleep coaching. I'm a mother of two, theoretical biologist and author of The Baby Sleep Book, All-in-One Sleep Coaching Solution for Tired Parents. I decided a few days ago to start a podcast about baby sleep and publish one episode a day for 30 days. In each episode, I will answer three questions related to baby sleep. These questions come from the readers of my book, my friends and family, and from members of some sleep-related groups on the internet. You can also send your questions to info at mybabysleepproject.com. My goal with this podcast is to help parents who struggle with baby sleep and also to improve my book and collect common problems and questions that should be included in the next version. Today I'm going to answer a question that I have found on Reddit. The question came from a mom who feels like she did everything wrong and now worries about sleep training her one-year-old son. So here comes the question. I've done everything wrong and need to sleep train my one-year-old. This is hard for me. I've done all the things I shouldn't for sleep training for the first year of my little one's life. He sleeps next to us quite a bit. I breastfed him to sleep. We use the truck ride for naps sometimes, etc. The crazy thing is, I've been reading this sub the whole time, preparing and planning sleep training, and just never did it. I'm annoyed with myself, but also trying to move forward and be better for my little guy. He sleeps well through the night, wakes up for one feeding around 3 a.m., and gets good naps. I do playtime in the crib so he doesn't have negative thoughts about it. And I do put him in the crib once he's asleep for the first part of the night. I'm tired. It's so much easier to side lie and breastfeed, so that's what I've been doing. His room is at the front of the house and I have a hard time when he's sleeping up when he's sleeping up there because although we live in a nice neighborhood, there have been some incidents of car break ins and things getting stolen on porches and I think it adds to already new mom anxiety. I've talked to my therapist about this and we have an alarm system. I guess my real question is, has anyone started Ferber Method at 12 months? How did it go? So, uh, as usual, there are a lot of, there's a lot of missing information. Um, so I'm gonna have to make some assumptions So based on what you've wrote, um, here's what I assume. I assume that your schedule is good uh, because your baby sleeps well. I assume that he gets enough sleep and uh, that he takes one or two naps during the day. And probably there's no problem with his schedule. So you said that he falls asleep during breastfeeding, then you put him in his cot. I assume it's in his room. And then when he wakes up in the middle of the night, around 3 a.m., you take him to your bed and then you breastfeed him. And then after that, you co-sleep until the morning, right? And you also mentioned that breastfeeding is not working like it used to, and it takes longer and longer for him to fall asleep with breastfeeding in the evening, or, or is it in the middle of the night? I'm not sure, but I'm, I assume that it's in the evening. Because in the middle of the night, I guess that you fall asleep quite quickly and you don't even notice when he finishes breastfeeding, right? Okay, first of all, don't worry, you did nothing wrong, really. You just did what worked and it's completely okay. And actually, his sleep is really, really great. I mean, um, waking up once in the middle of the night is completely normal at one year of age. So if he gets enough sleep, then there's no problem with this. So I think you don't have to sleep train if you don't want to. And I'm not sure why you want to sleep train. In, in the comments, you mentioned that you are tired. So it might be that that 3 a.m. feeding and maybe after that, uh, you don't sleep that well. So if you feel like that co-sleeping uh, doesn't work for you anymore, because you are too tired, maybe you cannot sleep that well together with the baby, maybe he started kicking more, or turning around in bed more, or maybe he breastfeeds non-stop after 3 a.m., 3 uh, and that bothers you a little bit, then these are valid reasons for sleep training. But if you want to sleep train him just because that's the norm, or you feel like there's a pressure from cr- coming from your friends and family or if you feel like you have to sleep train just because everybody does then 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 don't do it then please consider not doing it because if you don't really feel that you need it it won't work also even if it works you might feel guilty about it and it's not worth it if you feel guilty about it and what happens if someone doesn't really have good reasons to sleep train they feel guilty about it afterwards and, and they will regret it. So try to make it crystal clear in your head why you want to sleep train. Is it just because you have read that that's the right way to do things? Or is it because the current situation is not working for you anymore? If it's the latter, then please do it. <laughs> it's uh, one year of age is perfect for sleep training as any other age after like four months of age. So you don't have to worry that it's too late. But if, if it's actually quite okay for you, what, what's happening now, then don't do it. Don't worry about what anyone else thinks about this. That said, you made one little comment that made me think that sleep training might be necessary, even if, even if not now, then maybe in a few months. And this is that you said that breastfeeding your son to sleep takes longer and longer and it's not working like it used to. This was exactly the case with my daughter. She she started to sleep worse, around nine months of age. And uh, before that, it took her like 10 minutes to breastfeed in the evening. And then she quickly fell asleep and I put put her to her cot. So after around nine months of age, uh, breastfeeding in the evening took longer and longer. And she took longer and longer to fall asleep. And she also started to wake up more often during the night. So by the age of uh, 10 or 11 months old, it took her about an hour to fall asleep in the evening. And she woke up like every hour or every other hour during the night. And also there was a lot of crying. So even when we held her, she it seemed like she didn't let herself to fall asleep because she was watching us not to leave the room if you know what I mean the reason for sleep getting worse and worse after usually six sometimes seven or eight months of age is what I call the disappointed baby syndrome and the culprit here are um, dependent sleep associations in your case it's breastfeeding so when you breastfeed your baby and he falls asleep, and then you put him into his cot. When he wakes up in the middle of the night, he will see that he's in a completely different place uh, from where he fell asleep. And this, this is really confusing, even frightening for him. Uh, just imagine that you fall asleep in your comfy bed, and when you wake up in the middle of the night, as we usually do, and usually we wake up several times at night, just for a few seconds, we don't even remember it we just uh, turn around adjust our pillows and we go back to sleep but imagine that you wake up in the middle of the night and you are lying on the living room floor what would you think you would think that um something really bad happened that someone carried you uh, into the living room put you down on the floor and and then you would wonder who this was and why did. Why did this happen? And um, you probably wouldn't go back to sleep on the living room floor, right? You would make everything back to normal after checking checking the house. You would probably go back to your own bed and try to go back to sleep there. But but because of the scare, it would be much more difficult for you to go back to sleep after this strange thing happened, especially without knowing how this happened. So this, this is something similar to what your baby might feel after falling asleep on your breast and then waking up in a different room, in a different bed without you. And since he cannot go back to you on his own, he will cry for you. And that's when you go in and you put him to your bed and then you breastfeed h- him again which is the familiar uh, thing for him before uh, falling asleep. So he will fall asleep again now in your bed. Okay, so breastfeeding to sleep can work. And breastfeeding to sleep works for many babies, but usually for younger babies. Older babies often develop this uh, problem where uh, falling asleep and then sleeping during the night is not in the same environment and not in the same context. So if you want to avoid this, uh, and your baby might have started developing this so-called disappointed baby syndrome, because he's disappointed when he wakes up in the middle of the night. And that's why now he doesn't want to fall asleep in the first place, because he remembers now, he got to this stage in brain development when he already remembers that last time he fell asleep on your breast, this strange thing happened that he woke up in his cot. And what if it happens today? So he won't let himself fall asleep because he was, he's afraid that if he does, then this strange thing would happen again and it scares him. So I was actually quite disappointed and also felt guilty when I, I've learned this because I was really into attachment parenting and, um, I thought that breastfeeding my baby to sleep is, the, is a good thing and it was a good thing until a certain age. But after that, I, I was really sad to learn that my baby might feel this disappointment every night and also she might be scared to fall asleep because she doesn't want to get this uh, strange thing happen to her every night when I put, put her into her cot and she wakes up in her cot. And she doesn't understand how she got there and now she's watching me and she doesn't want to let me go out of the room so she she would rather not fall asleep even though she was really really tired and then it caused a lot of frustration from my part and also a lot of crying on her part because she was i mean she was too tired to stay awake happily but she was too scared to fall asleep she was, so she just cried for 20-30 minutes even though I held her so that was not sleep training I was still holding her trying to breastfeed but that didn't work anymore so I felt really kind of disappointed and felt guilty that I caused this to my baby even though I really thought that breastfeeding her to sleep was good for attachment you know but um, After a while, I had to realize that it didn't work anymore. And then the kind thing to do was to actually teach her to fall asleep independently. Another thing you can do, of course, is to just to co-sleep with your baby all night. But that would mean that you go to bed when he does. And that uh, is quite impossible because at this age, I guess your baby sleeps uh, about 11 hours maybe at night. Uh, So that is usually too much for an adult. But if your baby wakes up in the middle of the night and you are not there, uh, then he will be disappointed. Of course, it can happen that your baby doesn't wake up until you get into bed. So let's say you put your baby to bed at 8, you go to bed at midnight, and if you're lucky, he doesn't get up between 8 p.m. and midnight. And then when he does wake up at 3 a.m., you are already there, and he doesn't notice that you kind of cheated (laughs) but if your baby started to develop this sense of disappointment and um, being afraid of falling asleep and the thing that falling asleep takes longer and longer for him can be an indication of this then then the only solution is to provide the same environment the same context for his sleep the entire night and it either can be you sleeping with him or it can be in the cot, in his cot, and and falling asleep independently. Okay, so teaching a child to fall asleep independently is the goal of sleep training. So whatever sleep training method you choose, that will be the end goal of it. And I would not recommend for you the Ferber method or the Cry It Out method, because you are clearly quite close to the attachment parenting, End of the spectrum of parenting styles so I would recommend some uh, more gradual or more gentle approaches to sleep training and here's here's a thought if you are scared that your baby is on the other end of the house which is closer to the entrance uh, if I'm right and you're afraid of or you're uh, anxious about robberies then why don't you just put the cot in your own room I mean Sleeping in the same room might give you the reassurance that your baby is okay, but at the same time, if he sleeps in his cot and you can sleep in your bed, then it might give you, and both him and you and your partner, a good night's sleep. So that can be, I think, a practical solution to your problem. And here's another thought. (laughs) If you do decide to do this, if you put your baby's cot in 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 your bedroom, then you might not even have to uh, sleep train, right? So imagine that you just uh, breastfeed your son to sleep and then you put him into the cot and then you leave the room and do your thing, have your me time and you go to bed at 11 p.m. or midnight or whatever. And hopefully your son won't wake up between his bedtime and your bedtime. And then you fall asleep too and then when your son wakes up at 3 a.m., maybe you just try to shush him instead of breastfeeding him, and maybe your presence will be enough for him to go back to sleep. So that's one thing to try. The other thing you can do is if you I, you didn't write whether you want to night wean or not. If you want to night wean, I would I would definitely go in this direction. If you don't want tonight night feed then then you can just breastfeed your son at 3am and then put him back into his cot again so these are two sleep training free possibilities and i hope they help but if you uh, decide that you need to sleep train your son for example if falling asleep takes longer and longer for him and breastfeeding won't work anymore then then choose some of the more gentle sleep training methods. So that's it for today. I hope you found this episode useful. If you would like your own questions about baby sleep coaching to be answered on my show, you can send them to me at info at mybabysleepproject.com. You can check out my book about sleep coaching at shop.mybabysleepproject.com. See you tomorrow.